Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Today's guest is the director of design at Fun Love Media. Yes, that's my company. We work very closely together every day. She's also a podcast producer and she's the owner of Happy Camper KC, where she is an incredibly talented wood burning artist. On top of all of that, she is a fucking master of engagement on social media and is here to share all of the details with you. And some fun facts that I came up with on my own are that she loves her husband, her dogs, and whiskey. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Social Sunshine Podcast. One of my favorite people on the planet, Megan Colwell. Cheers. I do love my whiskey. I mean, what kind? Tell the, tell the people where it's at. Oh, right now I'm pretty obsessed with Irish whiskey. Um, I've been drinking a lot of Toolmore Dew, which um, is just a really nice Irish whiskey. A lot. It's cheaper than most whiskeys. So a lot of people don't think that it's good, but it's good. So but I understand that actually, cause you know, I'm a wine person and sure. I will venture out, but I know a lot more about wine and there are wines also just like that, that are inexpensive because of the kind they are or the region they're from or something like that. Something that made them less expensive to like make. And right. people might assume that that means that they're crappy, but they're not. I understand. That's right. That's right. Don't judge a uh, whiskey by its price tag. exactly exactly so now we're just going to turn this into an alcohol show so let's just do that I think that'll be (laughs) that's a good plan um no for real though okay so if you've been listening to the show for a while you have heard Megan on the show you've probably heard me talk about Megan on the show she's a huge part of my life huge part of my business um and of the show actually specifically um and the other podcasts that we do at fun love media she just does all the things but what we really wanted to talk about today was engagement on social Mm -hmm. media, because like I said earlier, she is like the master of this. She turned it into what I call an art form (laughs) because I kind of think it is. (laughs) And so if you would first start it, start us out, Megan, like just telling somebody what the heck we're even talking about by engagement on social media in case someone's not familiar. Bare, bare minimum of it is just liking, commenting, interacting with other social media accounts. Easy. Okay. Easy peasy. Yeah. And this matters because if you don't mind (laughs) explaining. Exactly. Um, So if you're not one to pay for social media ads, if you're a small business wanting to gain more exposure, this is an excellent tool you can have in your toolbox to get the word out about your brand. Right. And I do it for myself. I do it for our clients at Fun Love Media. And it's a really excellent tactic if you don't have an ad budget. When I first started on social media, I didn't even have the confidence to post. But I still wanted people to know that I was an artist or that I was a virtual assistant, social media manager. So I 
basically used engagement as a way to get people funneled to my account. Cool. Okay. So, so in general, engagement is a good thing on social media because it it helps you stay top of mind for people. And of course, building relationships, with people that you've met on social media and all that thing, just like you would be mingling at a party and networking and going to events like that. But in this case, we're going to dig into um, what, what I like to call is proactive engagement because you're not reacting to something. You're actually right. going out there and, um, and being proactive about it and how you do it. So um, like Megan said, she's, she started doing this for herself, but also has done it for a lot of clients. And it's, it's a, what did we say before we talked about that? We've talked about this a million times, but it was something like, basically like you have a little bit more control of it, right. Rather than just like posting something, which we all, we know we all need to post things, but like posting something, there is a lot of just like, like, uh, chance involved, like, well, the algorithm might hate it. Fingers (laughs) crossed, babe. I hope, I hope the right person sees this. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you do all the right things, look, and if you do all the right things, pretty much every time, eventually, yes, your content is going to get more and more attention for the most part, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's not guaranteed. And like you said, especially at first, you're just getting started. Right. Well, the algorithm is based, is basically a learning tool. So like, it has to learn more about you and your posts. You know, it takes time for it to gather up those keywords and funnel it out to the right people. But the point of engagement is for you to just take the reins and to feel like you got some sense of control over your brand and who sees it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's really, it's a cool feeling. It's an empowering feeling, honestly, right? like anytime I've done it and, you know, just in te- even for my own account, just intentionally, like, let's do it. Let's do an experiment. I'm going to sit here for 20 minutes. I'm going to do this. Um, it's very empowering. Cause yeah, like you said, you have more control and you are going out there starting conversations with people that you want to start conversations with intentionally rather than just leaving it all to, um, to chance. So, okay. So let's get started on your actual, um, on your actual process. So I guess first you want to tell everybody like how you find the right people to even engage with, like, say, let's, can, should we just use Instagram as an example, right? Sure. Sure. I think most people are familiar with Instagram. Yeah. And so there's a ton of people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How, How do you know who you want to go out there and engage with? And how do you narrow that down? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I'm going to use the example of if we have a new client at Fudlove Media. So it usually comes down the pipe that I'm doing engagement for them to get their brand seen by other people. So the very first place I start is insights on Instagram. If This would be if you have a business or a creator account. You should be, have access to your Instagram insights through the professional dashboard When you go to account insights, you should be able to tap see all and you get an overview of everything there from accounts reached, how many people have engaged. If you click total followers and scroll down, you will start seeing demographics about your target audience. That's a really good place to start. Right on. So you'll see top locations, you'll see age range, you'll see gender if you scroll all the way down. You'll see most active times based on hours and even days of the week. So, and this is as of January 2023, guys. So there might be an app update after the fact if you've listened later. But this is where I start with most clients for Instagram. And you could use this same workflow as applicable on Facebook or TikTok. Just make sure you have like a creator business account to see it. So 
This will tell you general age range, gender, active times, and that's where you start to define your quote target audience. Now, this is just a baseline, right? Every single account's different. And the next step to define your target audience is to think about your mission and who your mission helps. What does that person look like? Where does that person live? Where does that person hang out? And asking yourself these hard hitting questions of, okay, the ideal person that could benefit from my services, my product, I need to define that. And now we're going to translate that into hunting them down on Instagram. We're going to Carmen San Diego this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly where I start. You got to define that target audience. Okay. So let's use an example of, um, let's use one of our clients as an example to get really specific, if you don't mind, as far sure. as like finding the the target people. So one of our um, clients is a hair salon, the salon itself, the company, and they have their targets, right? They're, they're targeting young hairstylists because they're educators. They want to teach people, yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me. So when you are doing that, what specifically do you look for? Do you look for hashtags? Do you look for locations, a combination of the two? How do you find those people to interact with? I start with hashtags. And I know that some people think hashtags a bad word, but in this case, it could actually be quite helpful for right. you to find the right people for your services and your brand. Yeah. So you need to start looking under the search engine of Instagram and type in things that you would type into Google to like find your target audience. So once you have, you know, kind of an outline of what your target audience looks like um, for the hair salon, that's based in Houston, Texas. So it would be, it would make sense for me to search for hashtag Houston hairstylist. Right. And from there, you're going to build yourself a hashtag list. What hashtags would this target audience person use? one individual, what would they use? Um, and it could be, since it's a hair salon, hashtag Houston hair. Since they're in hair education, it could be hashtag hair education Houston. Um, but you need to search and see what hashtags are there, how many posts are in that hashtag, how often that hashtag is used. Um, so it starts with research first. Right, because if if you think, oh, this is a hashtag I'm going to search for stuff under and it only has like five posts ever, right. then it's not a good one it, because it hasn't been used enough to be a good enough resource, essentially. Exactly. You want it to be a hashtag, which is kind of the opposite of what people told you when you use hashtags in the captions. Now, when you're applying hashtags and engagement, you want there to be a lot of posts in yeah. that because the next step of this workflow is engaging under the most recent post in that hashtag. Yeah. So if there's a lot, you have a lot of people to choose from. So, okay. So let's back up a little, break it down simply. So we're, sure. once we've defined who we want to interact with on social media and who we hope would want to follow us and buy our products or whatever, right. So we have those people identified, then you can start with hashtags and, and, kind of research which ones are being actually used and used a good bit. And then you said, go to recent. 
So it's hard. We don't have a visual right now necessarily, but like there's an actual tab you can tap recent. So if you did Houston hairstylist, um, cause if you do top, right, that just shows you like the most popular posts ever. It could have been like four years ago. <laughs> right. And if you're looking up a really big hashtag, like hashtag hair salon, there's millions of posts. So you definitely want to be filtering it for recent, which again yeah. are on the, the top tabs. And I can, I can screenshot this if you follow the social sunshine podcast. So yeah, yeah, we can share that on social. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So we've got the hashtags. Um, we know how to get to that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're yeah, in the you right have your place. list. And You're now, in the right place where the right people are. Okay. And now what is the actual action that takes place? Okay. I have this down to a formula and if you need to get a notepad, feel free. Um, but I have literally done this for our clients at fun love media for myself. And it on average will gain me 10 to 20 new targeted followers per week. Now these are people that because of this process we've vetted, Right. So, okay, here's how I do it. Here's how I do it. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Here it is. Here's, here's the secret <laughs> sauce, everybody. For real, I'm not even joking, y'all. We actually are, we charge for this service. Okay. So pay attention. Right. The <laughs> only investment is time. Yes. And you're going to use it to the best of your abilities. You're going to go to the recent post under that hashtag. You are going to click on a picture or a post or a reel. Read the caption that that person wrote. <laughs> actually watch the reel and leave a genuine comment. Now, you're not just going to leave hearts and an emoji. You're going to actually say something that relates to the post, something specific. Like if they have a dog, you could say, oh, how cute. I absolutely love Basset Hounds. What is your dog's name? So that does twofold. That's twofold benefits. One, they know you're not a bot. And two, they know that you care enough (laughs) to write that. And you took the time to type that out. So that's really beneficial. And you're going to go into that person's account, like you've already left the comments and look through some of their other posts, see if they have any posts that relate to your brand. So if I'm engaging as the hair salon, I comment on a hairstylist first picture of a new hairstyle they did, a new cut they did. I say, oh my God, that's so cute. I love how you did that balayage. I hope I'm saying that right. I think so. <laughs> although that's not, <laughs> although I don't think that's a cut. That's a color, oh, no, thing, right? color thing, color thing. Yes, yes, yes. You know, okay, clearly yeah, we something. are not hairstylists, but yeah. 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 <laughs> but then I'm going to scroll down. I'm going to like a few of their other posts. If they have stories, which you could tell if they have a live story, if there's like a circle around their profile picture, tap their profile picture, watch their stories. Bonus, if they have a sticker on their story, that's like a slider or, you know, tap here to leave a heart, anything like that, any engagement sticker and engage with it. And then you're done. Hit the back button, go back to the recent post feed under that hashtag, go to the next post. Now, that entire process really should only take a minute, 60 seconds. Yeah. And then you can go to the next account. Okay. Okay, good. So, and at first, maybe it'll take longer, but obviously a little bit of practice, you'll, right. You'll get quick at it. Right. Right. Um, but probably don't like, what would you say that, to me? I have a few don'ts. Like I'm going to see if you agree that come to mind. Yeah. The first one is like, don't get like 
don't go crazy with it and get like too invested and be like commenting on 12 of their posts yeah. or something like first of all it's a little might be a little stalkerish if you come on so strong <laughs> <laughs> but also yeah. like you said you really do want it to be an efficient process and you can't it can't be very efficient if you're right. trying to comment on all of their freaking posts right right i go to their account i like the first couple posts i go back i like an older post i go back to their first post i leave a genuine comment i watch and engage with their stories and then i hit tap and go to the next account okay <clears throat> and then you'll set like um i well someone out there could set like a time goal right like if they want to be super disciplined they're afraid they're going to get go down a social media hole they could even like set a timer on their phone right and just do this with person after person after person for say 10 minutes or whatever yes whatever works for you even 5 minutes is a good place to start just set a timer on your phone and try to get to as many accounts as you can but here's the thing you the timer helps because instagram doesn't want you engaging so quickly like if you yeah. if you spend an hour engaging instagram's going to think you're a bot because not to toot my own horn, I'm fucking efficient at it. And <laughs> I can go pretty fast and Instagram will be like, Oh, you know, red flag, this person's a bot, even though I'm not a bot. So just right. limit yourself no more than 15 minutes of engagement at a time as often as you can, right. like every, okay. every day, maybe every other day. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so this is a, this is an interesting part of this conversation to me. And I think I know what you'll say, but what, what do you say about the different, like about, hang on, I get it. <laughs> about, about being genuine, about making sure, you know, you're being genuine. You're, you're essentially trying to get more followers, right? right? But what's the difference between this and doing it some shady way, like buying followers or whatever? Like, can you kind of let someone understand why, how we've justified this being acceptable, essentially. I think it all comes down to caring and, and showing people that you are seeing them. I think, and not to get like philosophical about it is that people want to be seen. (laughs) They want to be heard. They don't want their posts just going out into the void. And so it's a great act of kindness on behalf of your brand to let them know you see them. And if they've asked a question in the caption, you've answered it. And it, you know, it just, as being on the receiving end and like posting something and you only get spam bots, like that sucks, man. Especially if you put time into that post and thought and effort, all the things and you just get spam. It's like, oh, gross. But if you genuinely comment on someone's account and say they have five spam bot comments, but then there's your comment and it's real and it's nice and it's caring. Like that's just so much more impactful. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the person I also, this is just, I've thought about this a lot, as you can tell, I, I, and I feel like the person doesn't have to follow you, Mm -mm. you know? So there's no, so it's, it's like, you're, it's almost like you're being like, Hey, like at a party, like, hi, I'm Brittany. Nice to meet you. Oh, you have a, you have a dog. I see in the picture. Oh, cute. Like it's literally like what you would do introducing yourself, you know, to some stranger at a get together or whatever. Exactly. And then see, and if they happen to end up being interested in you as an individual, as your business, whatever, 
then they'll like let you know. And in this case, they let you know by following you, of course. Exactly. And it's not slimy. It's not salesy. You know, you're just starting a conversation and seeing where it goes. Right. Right. I love it so much. Um, (laughs) I do. I love it too. And I think what most people tend to forget is, you know, if you don't want to pay for an ad, you can do this. This is completely free to do and will benefit your account so much because you're not going to get people that are going to be follow, unfollow, like for like, none of that bullshit. This is actual real people that you've taken the time to connect with with that will turn into a follower and hopefully a customer. I mean, this is really the base bare minimum. It's the foundation to trust on social media. Right. And you've sought out people that you've almost like pre-qualified people. Right. And you've sought them out on purpose, like in whatever the description was or whatever hashtag you looked up, because you know that they're likely a good fit for your brand and for whatever right. you've got going on. So right. you've already done that part of it. it when you have a, a viral video, which as you know, I think is very exciting. I, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that kind of dog on that and I would never do that because it's so fun. It's so fun. Right. right. But there are <laughs> parts to it that are kind of like a pain in the butt. Right. And one of them is that because it was viral and you likely don't already have millions of followers. Right because most of us don't, right. then a lot of the people, the majority of the people that see the viral video are maybe kind of random, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it may not always really be the kind of people that would want to work with you or whatever. So while virality is very exciting and I think it's cool when it happens and let's have fun with that. Yay. Right. It's not really like a strategy. It's just a little perk every once in a while that might come up. You know, yeah, it's a nice little boost. This is definitely more a slow and steady yeah. build, but it's, it's so it creates such a strong foundation of super fans. Right. I think it's so cool that that's how you started whenever you were, when you were a beginner with your Instagram. Oh yeah. That much content. Oh yeah. I was, I did, I did not know how to shoot content, how to edit content. I had terrible lighting. I was afraid to show my face. I had no strategy, but you know what? I can leave comments. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's not that exactly. hard. It just exactly. Takes a little bit of patience, a little bit of effort, no big deal. And right. like you say you could do it like whatever, like if you're watching your favorite TV show, go ahead and let the commercials play and do it during commercial breaks or something. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's honestly, and it established me well in the wood burning community as someone who is real and wants to help and wants you to feel seen and, you know, to be rooted in that is, is real powerful stuff. Cause I think nowadays brands are really getting away from just the cold heart, hard sale. It's now it's about small, warm, targeted attention to your, to your ideal person. Right. I agree. I love it. So, okay. Before we wrap up, can we do like, um, can we like challenge everybody to try this? Like what, like, what do you think you, it needs to be an extended time period, right? You said it's, it's not going to be like an overnight thing. You've got to do this gradually. Well, timeline wise, I mean, it's, it's up to them and their workflow. I think just this first quarter of 2023 is a good time to experiment with it. I mean, it gives you a nice couple months to figure out who your target is and 
you know, find your own groove with engaging with those hashtags and really working it into the mindset of your brand and it's been applying that workflow. Okay, good. So, so this episode is coming out in January, 2023. So, um, go ahead and start like, like Megan said, start experimenting with this, start figuring it out, start, you know, look at who your target person is and research some hashtags and keywords or all the things you want to do to try to be able to find these people on social media, start figuring that out and get into some sort of a groove. And like she said, like you said, it could be five minutes a day or something, even if it was five days a week. Right. But if it's, I think it's like that buildup over time. And then before you know it, maybe you've been doing that consistently for a month. Yeah. And, and what if that got you a hundred new followers and all you yeah. did was spend literally minutes a day yeah. and it's followers that actually match up with you that exactly. aren't just random people. Exactly. It, it, yeah. It's you're basically overriding the algorithm and it's, it's so you'll feel so good when you see your comments get liked by the account you engage with. And then right after that, in your notifications, you get that blue follow button. Damn, that feels good. Yep, it does. Oh, wait. Okay. Hang on. Speaking of that. All right. Bonus tip here. Because I know somebody out there is wondering this. When they follow, please tell the people, do you have to follow them back if you don't want to? No, no. <laughs> I get, I giggle because I'm just, but I'm being silly, but I know that, I mean, I've had that question before. Right. It's like, should I follow everybody back that follows me? I've had that no. question and I'm like, no, you should not because you should follow who you want to follow. It makes sense for your brand. Just because your brand could help someone else doesn't mean it's necessarily vice versa, right? Exactly. No, exactly. I think a good rule of thumb is to always have more followers than you are following. That yeah. way it makes your account look exclusive. But I'll be honest, sometimes I do follow back because it makes sense. And sometimes I'll even add them to my favorites button because perhaps the people who are commenting on their post are also my target followers and I could benefit from engaging with them again in the future. So it's all about strategy and applying that strategy and being dedicated to it. Because if you start seeing 10 to 20 new followers a week, you extrapolate that over a year, two years. Lot. That's powerful. It is. Take take back the power from the algorithm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Put it in your hands. That's right. It. Okay. So our challenge to y'all is to get started on this process. Spend this first quarter of 2023 figuring out what's going to work for you. And in the process, you're going to be making it work already. It's going to start working and you're going to see it. Um yeah. and I want him to tell tell us about it. So like DM um the social sunshine podcast on Instagram and one of us or both of us will see it and oh, yeah. um, tell us how it's going. Because once you get in that groove, it's just part of your routine. Like it's no big deal, R- right? Like probably now, if you do it for your own account, Megan, yeah, it's probably not really much of a chore. It's just part of your well, routine. It's in my routine. Every time I post either right before I post or right after I post, I am engaging because I want my content to be seen by the most people that make the most sense to help me right. reach my goals and help my mission. Right. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Medio. What it's all about. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, that's it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for thank coming you. back on the show. Thank you for sharing all your secrets. Now you guys know, I guess you're not going to need to hire us for this because you know how to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we just it does take time for free today. <laughs> 
the free tips. No, it does take time. And if you can do it, all power to you. Right. Awesome. All right, Megan, uh, remind everybody how they can follow you on social media, dear. Yes. You can find me on two different places. Um, I am at Megan Fun Love Media if you're interested in graphic design, building your brand. And you can also follow me at Happy Camper KC. That's happy with an I, KC, as in Kansas City, where I'm from. And that is where I post all of my pet portrait wood burned art. Okay. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.